This is Friday, the 19th of October, Phil's Photography Journey podcast, episode 16, and my apologies for being, well, it's a number of weeks since my last one, about six, seven weeks, a lot's been going on, and I'll talk about that in this session today, session podcast, you know what I mean. Uh, There's possibly a change to the settings again, I thought I had it nailed, uh, basically doing a file save as in GarageBand. But it didn't quite work. I wasn't getting any recording levels, so I've kind of gone back to basics. I really hope this won't be too uh, bad. It it won't be a super long podcast, and hopefully it'll be uh, a reasonable listen, uh, or even good. You never know. So uh, it was early September, my last podcast, and we're now into the autumn. Although the weather doesn't really know that yet, it seems. It's been uh, another mild day. So... Uh, what have I been up to? Well, I had a cold and I had my back problems at the last session. Uh, pleased to say things are improving there. Uh, the insurance company paid out. They were really good, actually. Um, so shout out to AXA, I think it was. Uh, it was all tied in with Tui, who we had the booking with. And um, yeah, you lose a bit of excess, but 95 quid each, I think. But they settled the claim outside of that and they were really good. So that helps. Uh, we have booked up uh, another trip. Um, it's some way off. It is in June next year, uh, June something. Um, and it is away to the States, going to California, catching up with an old mate and doing a bit of a road trip. So that should be fantastic fun. Got to do lots of planning and uh, looking forward to it. So we've got a good deal on flights and that's why we pulled the trigger. And obviously I set up the insurance and I had to declare that I've had that particular situation. I think it cost me an extra 15 quid in premium. But as there was such a mess made of the booking by um, Expedia, uh, I told them I wanted uh, some compensation. And actually the compensation payment more than paid for our annual worldwide travel cover. So eh, not too bad in the end. It does pay to complain, but just try not to lose it too much. Keep it factual. That's my little tip for the week. Uh, So I'm going to go back to the back situation. So basically... Uh, I had the back problem that developed into a knee problem. I think the two were connected and that's what the GP thought. And I went on a Thursday to the doctors, to the GP, and she was pretty good, um, been prescribing, you know, anti-inflammatories and stuff. And uh, we agreed that a physio would be a good next thing to do. And believe it or not, the physio appointment came within a day. And that's fantastic. So thank you, NHS, local physio. And... I explained what was the problem and the physio said, right, well, lift up your shirt. I want you to move from right to left. So feet planted firmly on the ground, move to the right by pushing your hand down your thigh and then move to the left. Left was pretty painful because that was where the problem was. And he said, yeah, I can see what's happening. He said the bottom part of your back is not moving. And uh, he said, it's basically a facet joint lock. He said, I get them all the time. You can get them through overwork and underwork and basically the facet joint locks uh, so went onto the couch and he manipulated it and there was a crack and he said that was great that was what we wanted to hear and to be honest uh, there was a, a small amount of walking relief after that actually because the big problem which I, I mentioned before I couldn't stand for any period of time walking was was painful and couldn't really find a decent sleeping position um, but I kind of made some progress there. I bought one of these knee cushion things from Amazon that was really good. Thoroughly recommend it. And so that 
visit to the physio meant that I had an exercise regime that I could keep to. And I did, and I have um, actually been pushing it a bit more to strengthening because I was kind of having two physios on the go. One was via the uh, Works Health Insurance Scheme where they kind of get you to do some online um, work rather than just send you to a physio and have to pay the excess and blah, blah, blah. So uh, I'm sitting more comfortably, working more comfortably, keeping up with my exercises and hoping beyond all hope that I never get that again. But, you know, you never know. If I do, I'm just going to go straight to the physio, get it unlocked and get working again. But hopefully um, I I would have learned from that. But it, it was painful. I don't wish it on anybody. Never had it before. Never want it again. So uh, one of the things I needed to do is get back to the headshots that I'd booked in. So I got back to work about the middle of September and uh, had the headshots booked in another two sessions on the 24th and 5th of September, about 20 people each day. And Sue, bless her, came up with me first thing in the morning on the Monday to help bring the gear because it's pretty heavy. Um, it, the main weights being a, a kind of, it's like a North Face travel case uh, that I bought that carries all the light stands and lights and things. It was quite quite heavy. So she helped with that, and I carried the rest of it on another pull along. And um, really successful, two days. Um, yes, it was painful, but you know, part of this is you can't avoid the pain. You have to kind of work through it, uh, sit down whenever you can. Um, and in fact, I did the final one of those on the 9th of October in a different building so I had to take all the gear on the tube this time and I took it on my own because Sue wasn't able to help me um, and that was successful as well so I've done 100 people in all now um, I'm 100 heads more experienced I have a, a lot more to choose from in my portfolio uh, it was uh, a tremendous experience I got some brilliant feedback um, one of my subjects models heads um, actually replaced a professional shot that she had on the rbs.com website with one that I did. Um, so that was a great testimony and I was really pleased with that. So, uh, and obviously seeing other people's LinkedIn and internal profiles being changed is, is great as well. So I did work out and I mentioned it in the last podcast, I needed to invest because I'd been let down by my gear after the first two. Um, it's just sometimes these things don't talk well to one another Technically, the connection's there, but there's a bit of a lag, and you, you can't have that. This isn't, you know, rapid fire shooting like you do in a maybe a model shoot, but it still needs to be fairly quick. You know, these people want to just get in there and get through the poses, and with guys, it'll be jacket on, jacket off, tie on, tie off kind of thing. And then they just want to get on with their lives. So uh, it, it helped by buying those uh, AD 200s, um, and I thoroughly recommend them. Uh, other than that, I use the same, same modifiers I had before. Excuse me, that was a little bit of a gulp of water. Unprofessional, but I'm not a professional. Anyway, um, recommend Chili's water bottles, by the way. So, uh, really good. Uh, Instagram uh, responses were good as well. Um, I'm not a a massive Instagrammer, but it's nice when you put stuff up there and people respond and maybe your follow follow count goes up by a, a little while for a little period and then people just unfollow you because you haven't followed them back it's a ridiculous thing i've mentioned it before and here i'm sure and i'll probably mention it again it's a game that i don't play i've I've kind of changed my profile wording to that effect uh i aim to create the best content that i can and share it with people and i would like people to look at what i do like it 
follow me if they are interested in seeing more uh, into the future. Other than that, I'm not going to play games. It's, it's stupid. Too much of that rubbish on social networking already. Um, so I'm always looking to improve my lots with headshots. Um, I did do a, a kind of one light, one reflector test with Sue the other day. And that's something I want to work on again. So where I'm coming from that is as well as the general mobility so I could go to people's houses or on location and literally just take a speed light and maybe a little bit of a modifier. Um, I also want to do some outdoor ones, you know, backdrop of, of wherever. It could be a park, it could be the Thames with some pools or Bankside in the background, those kind of things. So I want to work on those. And they're not, you know, we're coming into the wrong season for that. That's not a problem. Um, but I, I'm going to give that a go. So I want to know that I can basically respond to anything that people want. And also some of the, I didn't get an opportunity this time, but some of the internal shots you often see um, in headshot land where you would look at uh, the background and obviously you, you meter to expose that background as you want to see it. So the, the slightly blurred windows in the office or desks or whatever. And then you just pop a bit of flash on, on the subject to make sure they stand out. So that's the sort of, sort of thing I want to do and just have that in the armory. Um, other things that I've been doing or working on, Oh, yes, actually, sorry, on, on that very point. So most of the stuff I do, I suppose I call it mid-key, uh, so sort of grey background. Um, and I've seen I've seen it used a couple of times recently. Um, certainly Hannah Cousins has used it on a couple of her things, uh, where it's often you might be tight for space, tight for time, and actually you'll use maybe a metre-by-metre softbox as your white background for a high-key shot. Um I might try it with an Octor indoors just to prove the concept. And then there might be another little purchase in purchase land for um, a, a box that big. And that would be a good different look. Some some people quite like the high key. Um, I'm kind of on the fence about it, really. For those who don't know, high key is a nicely white lit background. You don't overlight it because you'll wrap around onto the subject but it's just meant to be a pure white background. The alternative is you have a white background, but you have to light it, otherwise it shows up as grey due to the distance and the inverse square law. There you go. Uh, other things. So I'd bought a DJI Osmo gimbal back in the summer. That was planned to take to our trip to Switzerland that never happened. And uh, whilst I was still in walking pain, we did spend some time, I think it was the last weekend of our holiday actually, in mid-September over at Becks Hill. Uh, we took Sue's mum down there. So I took the gimbal and the little stand that it goes on. I don't really use a tripod, it's got a flat stand. And on the basis that the idea of a gimbal is to balance itself, uh, it worked very well. So um, DJI Osmo 2 tick, I quite enjoyed that. Um, I took some very rough footage. So this is obviously, it's an iPhone gimbal. It was all of my iPhone 8. Uh, I will do an edit, maybe shove some music to it and uh, pop it on YouTube. Um, may even do that this weekend. We'll see. Um, so that was good and something to obviously have in, in the bag for future. It's a lightweight carry, really, and it's a, a good piece of kit. I did notice that its batteries worked well, but it did drain the iPhone batteries, so that must just be use of video. Um so obviously bear that in mind and carry a little portable charger if that's something you want to use in the future. Uh, I did a charity shoot. This is a swim along at Beckenham Rotary that came up three hours uh, work uh, on the morning of the 30th of September. They raised a couple of thousand pound. The idea was for various swimmers to do a number of laps and the distance to come up to a marathon. 
uh, all in aid of BBC Children in Need. It, they don't, don't think they quite made it, but with uh, donations and everything, they got very close, and they certainly beat the previous year's total. So I'll put some shots on my website, and there's some on Facebook and on the Beckenham Rotary Facebook, and possibly on their site as well. I need to have a look. Um, what was interesting there, so, you know, you always it's good to do these jobs um and it's it's good to sort of take something away so i had a flash set up because the brief was to take some of the swimmers uh some of the mayor the mayor of bromley was there and i was introduced to her which is all very nice took some pictures of her and um some of the presentations so each person got a medal uh, in fact they gave me a medal as well which which was nice a bit of a thank you and um I got uh, called over by the lifeguard and they said, actually, can you not use the flash because we've got someone who suffers from epilepsy? So I said, yeah, no problem at all. Uh, bump up the ISO, away we go. It wasn't ideal, but it's not the end of the world. I did pop the flash on when I did pictures of the mayor drawing the raffle because um, I think that was kind of needed to light a bigger group. So and no one told me off and it all worked. Quite nice of the mayor to introduce herself to me, actually. Um, so she, she was very pleasant. So the other thing was about the, uh, the the angle of view, so the composition. Uh, they said, right, well, you've got three lanes allotted in the pool for, they were like double lanes, for the swim along. And they said, can you not take any photos of anyone else in the pool, please? Of course, I, that's no problem at all. Uh, so I just obviously positioned myself on the the lane that kind of, bisected with the public lane and then just focus back to be honest I didn't really do that many of people swimming I got a few kind of actiony shots but uh, it was just uh, just some fun I had with the uh, D3S and 7200 fantastic combo said it before we'll say it again um, so what else happened I had some more money through from Shutterstock so I met the next threshold of $35 or whatever it comes out about 20 odd quid 23 quid so that's always nice better than a pain in the neck or bite on the bum or whatever. Um, and Alamy, I've reached their threshold, which is $50. So in fact, I got to $61 or something. And uh, they'll pay me on the 1st of November. Um, one of those payers, I might have mentioned before, because it takes a while for it to come through, was of uh, the Lord Mayor of London waving out of his coach with a smile on his face. And that's going into a print publication. Uh, you get more license information there than you ever do on Shutterstock and a bit more money as well. Um, so I do plan, as long as the weather's not absolutely horrendous, I think it's the 10th of November to do the Lord Mayor's show again. Uh, probably do exactly the same as I did before, which is just 7,200, so longer lens, and fill the frame and get the people, not necessarily too much of the floats, because kind of everyone does that. So that's my plan for this year. Um, other than that, and kind of related to what I open with, uh, there's been some uh, or an email from Apple about podcast audio quality. I'll be honest, I didn't really understand it. So I do need to go online and work out the optimum way of managing this. I compare it to other podcasts that I listen to in my library. Some are kind of hit a midpoint and some are really full on quite loud. Uh, I, I, hopefully this is somewhere in between and is, is you know, I tick the boxes in GarageBand, the Apple um package that i used to record which says normalize the sound so hopefully it will come across okay once it's been mixed down um and i will see if i can find out what those options are about or go on a garage band course to learn how to use it properly so thanks for listening uh, i floated the idea of having a kind of interview type session um 
So there's a friend of mine, Mike Best, and also Chris Ward, who I guess we're on similar journeys, and but doing slightly different things. And both have had some good experiences recently. Chris has been in a lot of wedding stuff. Um, Mike, I think it's coming up possibly tomorrow. He's running a course uh, about travel photography in Wimbledon. So good luck on that, Mike. And uh, he's also had some good experiences in the summer. He did a shoot with um, a well-known Guardian sort of event and concert photographer and Mike got one of his shots published on The Guardian, which is great. So yeah, I'll probably get a little interview session done um, and I'm certainly going to need to learn on how to do all the various syncing and sharing of recorded files so that it sounds like it's an interview and we're not all out of step, but that'd be fun. I do have trouble wrapping this up succinctly, don't I? Anyway, so that's the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I actually had some new business. I'm doing it again. It's like Ronnie Corbett selling a joke. Um, I had some new business cards done recently. I uncluttered them. Uh, I, I put all my various connections on before and thought, well, that's okay, but do people really type it in? So I want people to go to my website and pick up the links from there because on my website, it's the content that I have non-algorithmed, my content, my portfolio. So I'm going to just say, if you'd like to go to www.philswallow.com, you will be able to obtain all the various links from there and see my work as you would like to see it, hopefully, and uh, make contact as required. In fact, it's on that Squarespace podcast that I hope host this Squarespace website. My apologies that I host this. So anyway, www.philswallow.com, all the links from there. Uh, feedback, please, if, uh, if you would feel the need to do so. Other than that, I will speak to you again soon. I would expect it's going to be in about a month's time um, once I've done some little bits and pieces and then uh, done some tidying up in the house and um, and also done the Lord Mayor show again, hopefully. So uh, thank you very much and I'll catch you again very, very soon or in a month. <laughs>